0: Alice's vision cleared, she found herself no longer in Wonderland. The two young women stood at the edge of a dark, gnarled forest, wreathed in sickly green mist. Rotting trees with spiked branches clawed at the sky. In the distance, flames and screams echoed. The acrid stench of death pervaded the fetid air. Alice released Wendy's hand and drew the vorpal blade. There could be no doubt now. Her quest to defeat Cthulhu and stand against evil had begun. She prayed her courage would not falter, for more than her life was at stake. Grimly, Alice and Wendy marched into the dark woods without a backward glance. The portal sealed shut behind them. Alice gazed up at the jagged obsidian peaks cutting into the gloomy purple sky. There seemed to be no sun or stars in this alien realm, only a sourceless, murky light washing the landscape in permanent dusk. Strange unnatural geometry marked the Black Mountains and monolithic temples. Simply looking upon them made Alice's mind recoil. How could such a twisted world exist beside her own? Wendy's eyes brimmed with tears. My poor realm. A clammy wind moaned through the valley where Alice and Wendy had camped. They had taken turns standing watch through the fitful night, but no attacks came. The only signs of life were distant, unhuman shrieks and howls echoing among the peats. Neither girl had slept well. The alien constellations emerging in the sky were shifting. The landscape took on increasingly unnatural angles that hurt to look upon, as if a malevolent god had twisted the geometry itself. Wendy voiced the question that surfaced in Alice's mind as well. Could remaining here too long warp our minds? We may go mad before even facing Cthulhu. I wish I knew, Alice kept her voice steady, but all heroes face trials of courage. We must cling to the light and our purpose. Yet she herself struggled not to succumb to hopelessness. The lurking shadows seemed to swallow both moonlight and resolve. Each step was a battle to reclaim ground from encroaching despair. They made camp in the lee of a jagged obsidian outcropping, well hidden and protected on all sides from attack. Neither could kindle much appetite, but they forced down bites of food in silence. Sleep came no easier. Each time Alice closed her eyes, Visions of cyclopean ruins and cosmic horrors awaiting them danced in her mind. But the creeping nightmares only strengthened her determination to defeat this evil. Momentarily, giving up on the prospect of rest, Alice finally broke the silence. "'Does your blade have a name?' she asked Wendy, who she could tell was thankful for the conversation. "'Its true name is Forget-Me-Not,' though its original owner had a few dozen nicknames for it. Silly things such as pirate poker and TikTok tooth. She paused. I'm far too clumsy to make a decent swordsman, so I rely mostly on magic. Wendy paused again, this time closing her eyes. I'm not the true champion of Neverland. Princess Tiger Lily and her bow, Moonpiercer kept us safe. She named me her successor just before kicking me through the portal to your realm. A lone tear emerged from the corner of Wendy's closed eye and ran slowly down her freckled cheek. Feeling the need to bolster her comrade-in-arms spirit, Alice responded reassuringly, Sounds to me like your princess couldn't have picked a better replacement with which to entrust the redemption of your realm. Speaking of realms, what do you know of them? Are there more than just Neverland and Wonderland? How did you know to come find me?" Wendy smiled briefly, excited to answer. The shaman of Tiger Lily's tribe had a chart that had taken many generations to lay out. They occasionally held lodges during which they could see beyond the boundaries of Neverland. We knew all about your deeds. Some of the realms held terrifying things that made the shaman viewing them go mad with terror. Many gouged their eyes out and bit their own tongues off. Those realms are why the protective wards were established. It took them being almost broken for me to be able to portal through to Wonderland. How did this Cthulhu get here if you were so well protected? Asked Alice. I don't know. I've been trying to figure that much out since this all started. My brothers and many of our friends were still alive and fighting when I left. I hope they're still around here somewhere." Alice could feel her friend's pain, silently realizing the depth of loss the girl had suffered. If they are, we'll find them, Wendy. And I'll be here to help rebuild Neverland for as long as you need me. Now let's get some rest. We'll need as much strength as we can muster soon." Over days of travel, they witnessed horrors. Rivers of blood beasts feasting on corpses in their dens, shadows moving with unnatural purpose. Bitter screams echoed on the ashen wind. Alice quailed inwardly, but forced herself to truly see the devastation wrought by Cthulhu's malice. It only deepened her commitment to end this. Without warning, a blood-curdling scream echoed across the valley. From a cleft in the rock, a writhing creature emerged, scuttling on too many limbs the pale thing bore rows of shark-like teeth and a gaping maw. Soulless, black eyes fixed hungrily on the girls. Alice drew her sword as Wendy unsheathed her rapier. The creature moved unnaturally fast, scuttling erratically over the rocks towards them. As it drew closer, Alice's courage wavered. The sing was unnatural, as if conjured up from the subconscious of a cruel and mad god. Both warriors knew they would eventually be noticed. They'd have to go on the defense eventually. With a cry, Alice leapt forth and slashed her vorpal blade in a shining arc. The creature shrieked as the sword cleaved it cleanly. Its writhing parts squirmed violently before each half formed into two of the original beasts. Quickly realizing what must be done, Wendy encircled she and Alice in a ring of flame setting the two creatures on fire until each dissolved first into black, oozing puddles and further into a smoky, foul-smelling mist. Alice met Wendy's stunned gaze. They were both speechless. Alice knew their journey wore on both of them. Each day's survival was its own battle. She hoped to glimpse a landmark soon, a landmark that would guide them to the Dark God's lair, but they trudged on without any greater sense of nearness. The land itself seemed mutable, distances ever shifting like a mirage. "'We have to find Cthulhu's lair,' Wendy said around a mouthful of hardtack, their meager breakfast. Our seers described a great black citadel housing its throne. "'I know Neverland like the back of my hand and don't recognize many of the landmarks that I've seen since we arrived. "'Like the land itself is suffering from fits of rabid insanity.' Alice nodded grimly. Without a map or a guide, locating the Dark God in this hybrid land could prove impossible, but she knew of one individual whose arcane knowledge might help them, if he would agree to a summoning. Alice stood and walked a short distance from their camp, then used the Vorpal Sword to draw a circle of protection in the ashen soil. Stepping within, she pulled a blue crystal pendant from beneath her armor and clutched it to her heart. Softly, Alice whispered the caterpillar's true name. The air within the circle shimmered, then opened into a portal back to Wonderland's sunlit fields. There, smoking his water pipe amidst the grass as always, waited the caterpillar. His sapphire eyes lit up in surprise at the sight of Alice. Greetings, Lady Alice. I did not expect you to contact me from beyond Wonderland's borders. Desperate times call for desperate magic, old friend. We have crossed into Cthulhu's realm, but cannot find his lair. I hoped you could guide us." The caterpillar nodded sagely, blowing out a ring of emerald smoke. I have been consulting the stars and the wind for information on Cthulhu. Its citadel lies at the heart of that twisted kingdom. Be warned, confronting this ancient evil risks your very soul. When Alice did not waver, the caterpillar sighed. Know then that Cthulhu was old when the universe was young. It slumbered in the darkness beneath the stars before light itself existed. His face turned grave. All who fought Cthulhu in bygone eras vanished. Destroyed by its madness. Tread carefully, Alice. Alice's blood ran cold hearing Cthulhu's origin, but she kept her expression steeled. There must be some way to defeat it. Can the Vorpal Blade destroy Cthulhu fully? The caterpillar slowly shook his head. Cthulhu cannot perish. It exists beyond mortal concepts of life and death. Only a blade of purity can cut its form, forcing it back through the dimensional veil." His eyes bore into Alice's. But no, child, such evil cannot be erased, only kept at bay. Alice nodded solemnly. As a guardian of peace in her own realm, the thought of Cthulhu's undying menace lurking somewhere behind the fabric of reality chilled her heart. But she had vowed to drive back this apocalyptic threat, no matter the sacrifice required. Interrupting Alice's thoughts, the caterpillar added, "'The cosmic beast and his followers had help from within Neverland, a man desperate for revenge.' didn't quite know the consequences of his actions—was influenced, secretly being driven insane by Cthulhu. This man was responsible for the wards failing to stop the incursion, establishing a skull of rock as the anchor point for the two realms to intertwine. The skull now weeps the blood of sacrifice and is a twisted place of suffering and terror." Alice lowered her head, already dreading passing this new news on to Wendy. Protect your mind at all costs when you finally find Cthulhu. Where he goes, insanity follows, closely behind. As the caterpillar's projections started fading, Alice cried, "Wait!" how will I keep my mind whole while facing Cthulhu?" His voice echoed ethereally as the vision rippled away. Have faith in your inner light, Champion Alice. No darkness can extinguish a candle unless you allow your flame to dwindle and fear to conquer hope. Then the vision collapsed entirely, leaving Alice alone within the protective circle, clutching the now shattered pendant The caterpillar's words weighed heavy on her mind, but they had confirmed she walked the path fate intended, even if it led into shadow. With the Vorpal sword in hand, she would kindle beacons of courage to guide her way. Wendy kept her questions at bay while they broke camp and ventured deeper into the nightmare realm, avoiding the twisted ruins and jagged ravines, but her curiosity soon got the better of her. What did the caterpillar tell you of Cthulhu? She asked Alice as they crept through a forest of skeletal branch-like trees that warned all hope was lost here long ago. Alice saw no reason to withhold the truth. Cthulhu was an ancient cosmic being who existed before time or matter. It can warp reality just by being here. She glanced sidelong at Wendy's shocked expression. I was told no blade can destroy it fully, but together we may be able to force Cthulhu back where it came from. Wendy murmured, invoking her realm's deity. "'How can we fight something so beyond our world?' "'With hope, courage, and fortitude,' Alice replied, putting more conviction into the words than she felt. Wendy nodded slowly, but kept glancing skyward as if expecting the clouds to manifest Cthulhu at any moment. He also said your realm was betrayed, betrayed by a man desperate for revenge. Mentioned a rocky skull weeping blood and a, a being a place of terror. Alice tried her best to muddle the details of the betrayal. Captain James Hook, Wendy said angrily through clenched teeth. If Captain Hook is responsible for this, there'll be no amount of clapping that'll bring him back from what I'm going to do with him. Skull Rock is not far, and I'll take the chance of defeat at the hands of a star, monster, god-beast thing. Much easier if I know Hook's soul has seen fit to part ways with his body.